0: McShane Bible study, day 25. The thing that stands out to me about Genesis 26 is just sonship. If we understand that God's plan revolves around sonship, around raising many sons after the way of Jesus, that are transformed into his likeness, that that has always been his plan and that is what he will do. before everything, and you know, before the enemy is locked away, and so we see Isaac as a son of Abraham, and he just follows after his father in many ways. In many ways, good, you know, uh, walking in faith, believing, and but he also follows after the uh, the fallen way, the bad choice of handing over his wife, or well, it didn't come to that, but he was. Uh, he was willing. What's interesting here is he didn't even get close to being in danger of that in this case. So he had more grace with him than his father had had. And we see he has trouble with the world. Uh, and the chapter ends with uh, Esau, uh, you know, going after the Canaanite women. Um, I don't know that that had been... Had God mentioned to Abraham... His displeasure with the Canaanites. I know he says that to Moses, and I don't remember that. Uh, but we know it comes up as, um, as bitter for Rebekah, and it says that it was bitter for Isaac and Rebekah here. In Matthew 25, Jesus gives us one of his parables, to, or he's going to give several, but I've just read the first one. Uh, to tell us what the kingdom of heaven is like. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five had oil, five did not. Five were foolish, five were wise. And the foolish want the oil of the wise, but they they don't have it. And so they do not get an invitation into the kingdom. So I think we talked about it here in one of the last... Uh, one of the last things the judgment of our day, I think is, yeah, yesterday, um, that the, the the church itself will be judged that those who are not truly going after the way of God, not truly hungry for God, but have set up in their own ways, followed uh, the wrong ways, will be thrown out. And so we see another picture of that here. And the next parable of the talents ends with, For to everyone who has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away, and cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness, in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There's a a principle of division here that we're either growing in God and we're receiving more and more blessing or we're pulling away from God and being um, you know just being exposed to more and more of the enemy's hatred we're on one of two paths and one is glorious and one is terrible and it's up to us which one we set ourselves on in the last parable he tells us the importance of fellowship Uh, between believers, those who are in this way, that we look out for each other, put each other above ourselves. And he says, you know, when it's time for the kingdom, and again, if we look at the kingdom as being something after we die, uh, we're missing out on what God is doing today in our day. Uh, But he says, "When, when it is time for the fullness of the kingdom, those who are living for, for me, for each other, will be invited in. In Esther, too, I, I mentioned yesterday, but the, the parallel here we just got from Matthew is really cool because he's got the, uh, the ten uh, virgins uh, who, you know, five get invited into the wedding and, and five don't. And so here we have juxtaposition between Esther and Vashti. The book of Esther is unique in the Bible because it's the only one that doesn't mention God. Um, and yet, God is all over. And so we see God's grace in Esther's life as she's positioned. that The guy who's in charge of the harem, you know, honors her and blesses her and helps her. Uh, we we just, just see God's grace in her as she uh, rises up in the position that God has put her in, and the famous line we'll get later in this book is that, you know, how do you know that you were not put in here for just such a time as this? Obviously, referencing God's providence, and we see the tremendous preparation that goes as far as her making herself ready to come before the King. So again, this is a, a picture of us in our walk that that we you know, we're, first we're selected, but then but then a lot of work has to happen in us. And the Lord is the only one that can do the work, but we have to give ourselves to the work. We have to want it, believe in it, and and devote ourselves to him so that he makes us ready, just as Esther here is making herself ready to go before the king. Now, all the women that went before the king were given their option of what they could bring, what sort of fancy jewelry or perfumes they wanted. And Esther also had that option, but what did she choose? She chose the king's favorite thing on the advice of the eunuch to take before the king. So again, she put her own self aside. She died to her own desires and lived for the king's desires. This is a picture of how we should uh, orient ourselves. And of course, Esther receives the grace and favor of the king and has a royal crown put on her head. And again, we see God's grace and and God's plan in a way that the people in it didn't understand it. Mordecai finds out about a plot against the king, so he tells the king, or he tells Esther, and Esther tells the king, and and it's taken care of, and it's recorded, and you know, they just did the right thing. What we'll find out later is it, it ends up being a huge benefit of God's grace on behalf of Mordecai, that he just simply obeyed and did the right thing at that moment without knowing that there would be anything in it for him. In Acts 25, Paul goes before uh, Festus and Agrippa, and I don't have a whole lot to say other than that we, we we see two two parallel lines. We see what's happening to Paul in the natural. He's going before these kings, his future's being decided, and yet we know above that the the grace of the Lord is, has a plan for Paul, that Paul will go to Rome. He's already said that. And so this is the, just the details of how God's will is going to come about. And so Paul is coming to a place over time to trust more and more in God and his sovereign will over anything that he experiences. And that's it for today. The Lord bless you.